0: Hey guys, this is called a debrief episode. It's an episode that David and I record right after the podcast. This one was delayed by a few days. I think it took us a while to, to catch up after the episode with WorldCoin, but we wanted to release this on the public feed so everyone has access to it and you can see our thoughts coming out of the conversation with WorldCoin. Uh, usually this debrief is available only for bankless citizens, available on the bankless premium RSS feed, but today we are releasing it publicly. So we hope you enjoy. This should give you some insight into the conversation we just had with Worldcoin. Thanks a lot. Hey guys, welcome to the debrief after the episode that I wasn't on with
1: Worldcoin. <laughs> Sam Altman. The cool thing and... about debriefs is it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> it okay, whatever. You have on? Want. Tell me about it.
1: Uh, we had on Sam Altman and Alex Bologna of Worldcoin. Yes. Um, first time Sam Altman's been on the show. Um, first time Alex has been on the show. Um, and so yeah, uh, it was. Uh, so you weren't there, so I have to tell you about what the what the episode was. about. You guys
0: recorded on Mother's Day. I couldn't be there. Oh, that's right. That's why you
1: weren't there. <laughs> it was also it was also a Sunday. I don't think yeah. you would have. Yeah, Sunday. I probably, are, I probably would have. aped out anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it, it was it was just a straightforward uh download on Worldcoin. Okay. Uh, so for people who had never heard about Worldcoin before, this would be a great episode for them. Talked a little bit about like. The drama about world coins launch which we actually had uh not like a it wasn't like we, how we had a uh, play in the we had a, like a quick story about the the world coin launch way back when because they were going to come on the show uh oh. and then their pr company canceled because you sent out the tweet what the fuck is going on with world coin and the pr company thought it was hella hostile so we were oh, like, they we're did out, we're out yeah you don't remember did you this? guys bring that up uh not in the recording but oh, afterwards okay. yes i What'd brought they it say up with alex that? and alex was like oh yeah we fired those people for, for like a long ago and like they were terrible and i'm like thank you they <laughs> were that's so <laughs> stupid man
0: uh i like okay so that put a bad taste in my mouth mm-hmm. when that happened mm-hmm. and that's not the, the only two times that's happened actually besides like maybe um i won't count charles uh, from cardano but uh yeah. gavin wood Okay. Right. Gavin Wood. Yeah. Polkadot scheduled. Yeah. Uh, We're like, hey, could it? And then, um, could could Gavin come to the podcast? Haven't explored the Polkadot ecosystem. And then, like, I think maybe a few days before. Yeah. uh, Really close. Yeah. The the comms lead at Polkadot reached out and was like, hey, I you know we went back through some of your previous tweets like years ago, Mm -hmm. and like we don't like what you. I mean, and Gavin's not going to come on the podcast. So we should cancel this and try to substitute someone else at Polkadot dot in, in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think I asked for like what the offending offending tweets were. And mm-hmm. they were so tame. There was a week. It was just so tame. Like, mm-hmm. um, Anyway, that, that kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth when projects do that. But uh, yeah, I, I guess they're they're saying. So it's I'm their giving PR I'm giving world.
1: C- yeah, it was a PR firm. It was a PR right. company, and I and I knew that it was. We we knew that it was because like when the PR company like canceled on the show originally on us. That I went to Alex just straight on Twitter and I was like, hey, fuck your PR company. Like you need to, you're getting, WorldCoin is getting the absolute shit slammed on them right now. Like the backing away from like the public spotlight is this is not the right time to Everyone do that. Everyone
0: is asking the questions that we right. would ask you on a podcast. Right. Yeah. It's so and, stupid. And
1: I, and so i said, I basically said that to Alex DMs. I was like, you need to ignore your PR company. because just come on. Um, mainly a, that was very valid and real and authentic advice. And B, I also did not want to emergency find another, ep- another <laughs> good guest. <That's laughs> um, some, it takes some and work. he, he just like, he, he didn't, he didn't go for it. Anyways,, uh, the cool trivia about that episode is the episode that came out of that was ultra scalable Ethereum, which turned out to be an absolute banger.
0: Oh, the one that we did last minute. Yes, yeah, we put uh-huh. together a brush agenda. It.
1: yeah, exactly.. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so that that was the precursor to this whole story. So finally, okay. well, I, like I, that was like a that had to have been over a year ago. That was a long time ago. Um, now Worldcoin is still still around, still building, um, has won some hearts and minds to have joined the team and support the effort. Um, mainly people I respect. Uh, DC Builder, I don't know if you know that name floating around on crypto Twitter. Um, this is not DC Investor, not DC Investor, DC Builder. Um, uh, z- uh zero knowledge cryptography researcher guy. Um, that yeah, everyone generally trusts and appreciates in the space. He joined WorldCoin, a few other people joined WorldCoin. Optimism and WorldCoin are collaborating on OP mainnet slash OP stack stuff. Um, I, I mean, think
0: they still have a major uphill battle. So I am... About what? Okay, so let me just say two things about this. One is I am very excited to listen to this episode, actually. Mm-hmm. And thankless listeners should know, I'm coming to debrief not having listened to the episode. So you guys are at an advantage to me. So um, we actually are recording this because uh, schedules. David was in uh, Zizalu, and just mm-hmm. schedules uh, permitting. We're recording this, I think, like weeks later, really. Uh, yeah. this debrief but I still haven't listened to the episode and I am excited to listen to it and I intend to go into this episode with an open mind I also don't think it will answer all of my questions
1: it's I think too, it'll, it'll be it like too high level yeah. it'll be
0: a high level we only right. 60 minutes yeah it'll open up the door for other questions and I think one of my big questions is around sort of probably the privacy of this network probably like how decentralized really is it? Like how public goodsy is it? How values aligned is it? I'm actually not sure what series of questions this will um, completely unlock, but I guess I don't want to hear a VC marketing machine tell me these things. I want to hear like independent community, like representatives in that people that I respect in privacy and decentralization uh, talk about these things. So, but I guess, so that's one part of it. The other part I would say, I think that they are just, it's just hard. I mean, I said this in, on the roll-up last week, David, but like the crypto bros want to orb you, right? right? And like... It's not great. Uh, I mean, to what? To, to capture identity and, and who's it be, who's behind it? It's the guy who's building the most powerful AI in the world, yeah. Sam Altman, and... Like I don't know. That's an uphill marketing battle, I think. And like, maybe it should be. It's a very, if if you're going to do something of this type of magnitude and make these types of vision commitments, then I think like you owe the world um, a commensurate level of uh, transparency, auditability, um, openness.
1: Like, that's a pretty high bar uh, to me. And they they say all of that stuff is on their roadmap, um, they say. Uh, And I'm I'm a trusting individual. I tend to believe them. Um, I think, like, there are some projects out there that are very, in the crypto world, that are very, like, beloved. Um, Like, Gitcoin comes to mind. uh, Protocol Guild. Optimism, I would say, has some of this. WorldCoin has, like, the opposite of that. It's, like... Ooh, what what is the opposite of beloved? I don't know, but it's like, it's easy to hate WorldCoin just by a nature of what it is, which is like, if you trust WorldCoin and believe WorldCoin, then it's like totally unfair because they're doing the same thing. It's just like, yeah, we're trying
0: to. But you just said, so you just said, David, you're trusted, you're a trusting individual. Why are you Mm -hmm. a trusting individual after all the shit we've gone through in crypto? Like, why, why would you trust anybody in this space to do any, like, this, I was a
1: trusting individual before crypto, first off. And so hasn't I'm just crypto a trusting like, individual at my disposition is ...jaded to trust.
0: you hasn't, hasn't crypto kind of like um shown you to be less trusting in some cases, particularly when you have sort of the the setup of large VC allocation, a coin super ambitious kind of promises, lots of ways to cut corners. Like I'm not saying WorldCoin could be fantastic. I I have no idea, but I'm just saying the pattern fits many patterns we've seen in the past of like this not working out very well. And mm. I think that's what that's what the um, the white blood cells, the immune system of crypto is just kind of like indiscriminately attacking. And I think if you want to get more precise in the, the white blood cells, you really have to go dive deep. Most people don't have time to do that, <laughs> including myself, honestly. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be relying on Third-party privacy researchers, people in the, in the crypto community, I trust. I'm going to do a little, like I'm going to be able to do levels of due diligence, but I can't vet this thing from the ground up. Anyway, that this um, this trust, like, why should we? Why should we trust what they say at all? Like, why shouldn't we default posture to like, oh, this is a bunch of
1: bullshit, and then, you know, work our way out of that. So I will, I'm not going to make the case for why one should trust WorldCoin, but I will make the argument for, let's see, I'm not, okay. Let me just say that, start that again. I'm not saying that you should trust WorldCoin, but here is the argument for like why it, why you could, why, why there, there are some green flags here that are different from like all of the 2022, like mess that we don't want to go back to. Um, one is like the idea, if you accept that the idea that, um. Biometric scanning is the most civil resistant mechanism to produce proof of humanity. Then, then you get something like the orb, and so you can start to like cast away the negative connotation that iris scanning and the orb has, which is like a, very, a source of like distrust. It's just like the whole aesthetics of the whole thing. So you have, so you can like try and shave that from your brain. Then there's like, okay, VC, like allocation, uh, serializing humans, like all, all that kind of stuff. Uh, well, like, Sam, like do you trust Sam Altman? Like maybe, maybe like, what does Sam Altman have in it that like uh, 3 hours Capital or Doquan or SPF, he just doesn't fit those types. And neither does Alex Blania, right? Like maybe if Alex Blania was loud on Twitter and... and, and mean they're not populist? You're not know, populist, right. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So there, there's not that, right? There's not, it doesn't seem like a get-rich-quick scheme. They actually have a roadmap to produce something uniquely valuable and unique in and of itself to crypto. Um, I, I don't think it maps onto, the, like, the whole, like, th- uh, things that we Does should... Does it
0: map onto, like, a VC coin? VC alternative layer, one that we've seen so many times. I know it's not actually an alternative... Alternative layer one so that alone makes it kind of different but you know we've seen many um just ridiculously funded yeah uh, alternative layer ones that kind of like go liquid and then you just sort of get this feeling and and kind of see in the data that the vcs just dump on you once it once it it gets into the market uh and they don't really go anywhere they don't have product market fit it just feels like corporate top down it doesn't feel organic there's no builders there's no community and so i guess the where that usually turns into is not an outright scam, but just like I don't know, exit. You you become exit liquidity in some cases right. for VCs, and then it becomes sort of a zombie chain, which right. is not like the worst outcome. That's okay. not like a SBF, mm-hmm. FTX style outcome or a lunaterra outcome, but it's still not a,
1: um, it's not a great outcome. So like it's it, it is heavily VC weighted. There's there's two things that. There's two ways to approach like VC waiting. There are like the easy like, yo, let's fork Ethereum, fork the EVM, which the Ethereum researchers have been building for like almost a decade now, more than a decade now. Uh, and then like let's raise on it, and then like keep all the tokens for ourselves and dump on the followers. So like get other people to do the lift work, pump the token ourselves with our VC marketing dollars, and then dump. So like not much work, a lot of upside. Mm-hmm. So the Worldcoin project is a ton of work. Is a ton of work. You're saying it's not a-
0: like a fork. It's not like a Me Too of something right, else. Right. Like the
1: VC raise, the amount, the VC dollars are legitimate because there's no way that they could get the orb mass produced in a way that other people can produce the orb. And they, there's no way that they could get people to scan other eyeballs like that aren't in the WorldCoin and em- like um, aren't in WorldCoin employees. Like that whole lift side of things requires VC dollars. It's very legitimate use of. A capital raise and then like the whole like so so like that that just checks out to me like you need VC money for so it that. still doesn't fit the mold of a, a typical yes. v, VC exit scam right. kind of thing uh-huh.
0: and I, I put scam in quotations because it's right. usually just ghost chain low product market right. fit where you become exit liquidity if you if you buy this particular token but you don't have to buy right and
1: also it's token. not even the, the point of Worldcoin isn't even the token mm-hmm. like that's one of three points what are the three points uh hu- proof of humanhood mm-hmm. the the coin and i'm missing one maybe maybe it's just two i feel like there's there's world id there's the world app which i think is, is pretty similar to world id it's like yeah it's the wallet your authentication but i guess that's pretty similar to world id this is built on a layer 2 right so right now they're deploying on op mainnet and eventually they will make op stack chain and so, so will this will
0: the, be their own sort of, will it be like a layer
1: three type chain or? It'll be an independent OP stack chain. Which, independent uh, in, OP stack chain. Which in theory like fits into the Optimism super chain model. I mean, that's kind of cool, right? Yeah. I, I, I guess. Um, so like as an OP stack chain, the app that, the, so it's like an app specific chain. And what does that app specific chain do? It provides proof of humanhood, the world coin way. Okay. To the OP super chain. Idea, by, which is eventually just Ethereum. And by the way, the, the reason I'm coming in a little like,
0: hotter in this is because I think this this is how the white these blood cells are These are the questions. I guess maybe the, the the last, we don't have necessarily full satisfactory answers on, mm-hmm. on what you just raised already, but um, I think you are offer, offering some valid points of how this kind of breaks the pattern, the typical pattern we've seen. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm doing right now. And I think that's what the right. crypto community is doing, pattern recognition. Mm-hmm. But there's there's this third kind of, negative pattern that I think people see, and that is the figure of Sam Altman, which is like, all right, tech bro. I, I put him in quotations billionaire. I don't even know if he's a billionaire. I i heard him go he's in front of a billionaire. Okay. So but he went in he front of his, he
1: wa- quacks like one.
0: In, in Congress. I mean he has no equity in open AI. Like I I just
1: don't even know how this works. Yeah. He has no equity in open AI. I think that that. You can't necessarily take that at face value because, like, he could have no equity at open AI, and then open AI could get liquidity, and then he could get like a billion dollar grant okay, from okay, okay. open AI. So, so there, I, there's like roundabout ways where that doesn't really matter. He
0: feels like the Mark Zuckerberg of the 2020s in that he, is, um, tr- he has created this technology that is clearly going to change everything about the fabric of the way humans organize and uh, interact in open AI, right? Mm -hmm. And so he is sort of this, and now we're at a a phase I think in in the world where like tech bros from Silicon Valley are like all kind of grouped into this um, parasitic extractor type of Mm -hmm. motif. And um, some people might think that's fair. Some people might think that's unfair. I think the majority of society though, just doesn't trust that sort of individual at this point in time. Uh, and so I guess a question to you is like, or maybe just, just a question to mull over is like, is this guy legit or is this guy Mm -hmm. going to be like somewhat evil or somewhat influenced by, uh, Moloch traps and all of the things that we've seen tech billionaires get influenced by, uh, leading to like bad outcomes for society. I guess the question is, can you really trust Sam Altman? is what it comes down to
1: so yeah the archetype of like the web2 extractor the zuck zuck web2 idea like i'm reminded of the um this quote from um sam harris where he was um talking about how everyone is like they are no fewer people in the like there's a modern movement to ignore expertise just like oh experts are wrong they're all they're all wrong like experts like told you to wear masks and they're wrong and so he was throwing a flag at that whole like movement that's going on in the like in an modern anti-intellectualism. Yeah, of exactly. Yeah, okay. And he's like, the way that society progresses is like there are experts, and then they say things, and then we prove those experts wrong. That's how society moves forward. Mm-hmm. But who actually proves experts wrong? Other experts. Yeah. Like more yeah. experts, not the masses. And so, like, in the, to carry over this analogy, Zuckerberg is the old expert, Sam Altman. Who knows if he's a better, newer expert who proves the old archetype wrong, but as me as a trusting individual, I would like to leave that door open that the way through that that bad branding for tech bro, VC tech bro, founder, innovator type is actually we find one that like does good for the world, like who fixes the problems. Like it's not going to be like the average Joe that solves proof of humanity, proof of humanhood in the AI world. It's going to be a VC tech bro. I, uh, why, that's why he's a VC tech bro is that's how you solve these problems and what, what was your impression of him during the conversation I, I'm slowly liking him more and more and more why what do you like about him um he see he seems authentic he seems nice <laughs> <laughs> he seems he's he's not um running away from the alignment problem um I mean, I think some- if if he if he is uh, good in the front and then bad in the back, he is a world class sociopath. What, what, I'm saying. What does the um the AI safety community think about this guy? I mean, I know Eliezer no,
0: Yudkowsky. I don't know. I Eliezer Yudkowsky is like bur- burned down all the GPUs. Like, yeah, I'm but surp- he's an extremist. Okay, but I'm surprised that um, AI safety. Hmm, I haven't really seen AI um, safety and alignment groups come out and like torch OpenAI. Or Sam Altman, very publicly, well,
1: anyone, right? They don't haven't torch anyone. Is that is that sort of happening, or
0: do do, is there the general impression in AI alignment communities that, um, hey, while OpenAI is not perfect, um, they've done a fairly good job so far, and they're not um, completely ignoring safety. Uh, they're still trying to remain competitive. And I think they're trying right. to so do the right open thing. AI
1: has an alignment um, division inside of them hmm. and apparently contribute to this world
0: well, th- there's another factor of why people are scared, and that's just because these tech billionaires are so powerful these days. It's like how right. how powerful is Mark Zuckerberg at this point? How powerful is the uh, individual who is masterminding open AI, right? And that, now you're doing decentralized identity as well. You're doing WorldCoin as well. Uh, I think that that unnerves people. Um, w- one thing I'd, I'd say though, cause this has been somewhat, you know, me throwing lo- lobbing grenades and, and criticisms. Mm-hmm. What is the alternative to decentralized identity? That, like that is the threshold to, to cross. It's like, um, basically what we're going to be left with is some sort of nation state digital identity, right? I mean, that's all we have. I mean, India has already has that deployed now, and that's completely centralized. Now, um, you might argue, well, that's um, you know, this is the uh, um, probably the Rowan Gray argument that, well, yeah, of course, decentralized identity. It's great. It's a you know, democratic nation state sort of uh, proposing this and putting this forward, and so that that that's a great thing. But that is definitely centralized technology and i I do think that is the only viable alternative that we've seen for all of the decentralized identity experiments in crypto so far none of them have really taken off so as long as this thing is better than that or different enough than that it feels like a worthwhile experiment to to keep running like what's the downside i guess would be my question
1: that's where I go back to like the claim that, um, biometric scanning is the best form of simple resistance. If that, I don't know, there's probably some measure of truth or falsity to that, but still it's biometric. There's a reason why we do biometric scanning. Um, so turning biometric scanning into proof of humanhood, I think is a noble endeavor. And so that is why I am categorizing myself as a world coin apologist. Wait, you'd say a world coin apologist? Yeah. So that, like, an apologist means,
0: like, you're fighting for WorldCoin. Like, you are evangelizing for WorldCoin. You are sort oh, of well, on, making the argument.
1: I'm just saying that, like, the, world, the existence of WorldCoin is not the thing to be upset about. I guess my take is, um,
0: and this might be a more moderate take, I'm just open-minded. Um, I think that sometimes the crypto white blood cells attack too hard oh. and um, dest- <laughs> destroy things without, like, Without good reason. Mm. And mm. so I am um, pretty open minded about this one and excited to see how it plays out. uh When are you going to get orbed, Dave- David? All right, like, oh, which... I'm not getting orbed. <laughs> <laughs> if you're an apologist, though, you have to get orbed at some point.
1: I will get orbed when I need to do something that requires me getting orb. What's
0: the benefit of getting orbed anyway? Is it just you get, you get uh, actual you get, world if, coins? If,
1: yeah, you get world coins sooner. You get a distribution of world coins,
0: and that the idea is
1: that world coins, like any crypto token, appreciate in value over time. And so yes, Sam Woman actually talked about that on the podcast, like explicitly, like yeah, yeah, well, I don't number go up. Like so, like the interesting thing, thing about world coin is that like not only is it a currency that might be used, but it might also be like um, uh, a graph for like things like airdrops or distributions. So if if world coin as a distribution um, mechanism. Becomes legitimately decentralized and distributed to humans equally all over the planet, then it becomes a very good like uh, graph to distribute other things to. Remember, remember, you, you read Bill Bowder's book, um, Red Notice. Yeah, yeah. So like, there, there was a big problem when the Soviet Russia went from communist to capitalist. Like, how did they distribute the equity of the companies of the to the to the people of Russia? And so they gave out like these vouchers things and to to people like if there was Worldcoin. They would have just been airdropped. Here's the equity of the company to the citizens of, of Russia, right? It's just like a, it's a legitimate mapping of equity and capital as, as far as like the most legitimately distributed asset of all time is the thesis that they're going after.
0: Why WorldCoin? Why are they calling this thing WorldCoin? It just I don't know.
1: I don't, I don't know.
0: I don't know. <laughs> all right. Well, open-minded. Uh, and then when's this thing launching? Did you, did you find uh, that out?
1: Uh, they do not have a public date yet.
0: Okay. Well, I, I do know that, um, our it's,
1: it's like rolls out. It does it's not like one thing that launches. It rolls out over time.
0: Do you know, uh, our editor, um, Luke of Bankless Newsletter, he got orbed actually on Thursday in New York city. L- Luma? Yeah. Luma got orbed. Luma got orbed? Yeah. He went to the offices and, uh, got <laughs> orbed as a test. No shit. Yeah. So. I haven't debriefed with him. Is it
1: going to be like the, what was that Dr. Seuss book? Starbelly Sneetches or whatever?
0: <laughs> orbs? If you're orbed yeah, if or if like like, you're not?
1: Yeah, if you've been orbed or not. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um,
0: I just, I feel like they could have done something different in the marketing, but maybe there's no other way. I, World coin, well, that, that's, orbs.
1: That's what I was thinking about. Like, okay, so if you, once you commit to the biometric scanning thesis, like then you then you conclude, this is like outside of, of just crypto stuff, then you conclude that irises are the most legitimate um, so like biometric scanning technology so you are scanning irises if you believe in biometric scanning you believe in scanning irises so you're saying there's no so way to make ha- that how do you, how do you make a, a thing that is mass producible so that we can capture 8 billion irises like what shape do you put that in do like, you want it to, it to be a box because the box isn't much better like do you want to like, dress it up like a teddy bear because that's kind of worse Like, <laughs> how do you do it how do you do it in a way that doesn't make people squirm it's not possible.
0: Maybe could you do it? Yeah, it's probably not possible if you have to have an independent hardware device. You can't like yeah. create an app for it or something like this,
1: right? Yeah. Well, you know what? Once you, once you make its it, once you make its own device, you have to. It has to be custom. It can't look like anything else. Like, what, how do you do it? And I, I, like, I still think A that Chrome orb is like as good as idea, idea as any. I still think that even
0: though this is very well-funded, given the names and given the kind of the, the ambition as well, it, it kind of should be. Um, I still think that the most likely scenario of a product like this is it doesn't reach a product market fit, right? And I just say that because that's generally what happens with startups. This is the startup yeah. phase. And so maybe, um, I, I think a few things to watch is like, how's traction going? Um, mm-hmm. Is it able to resist civil attacks or not? That's a huge big one. Question. Big question. Um, what's, you know, h- I guess how many new IDs are they getting over time? Um, right. It's stuff like that. I think that will I mean, really the big question a like
1: Because like Sam Altman is doing this because the world of AI is coming. And so I think without the world of AI. Wait, why? The what's the tie? Because the- you need to prove who the humans are oh, yeah, on the internet yeah mm-hmm. uh, and so like Worldcoin without ai i don't think is has much legs like i, I, I think sam altman is going to simultaneously produce the need for Worldcoin using open ai and that has actually been his plan all along he's like first i'm going to make open ai and then there's going to be ais everywhere Ooh, then we're going to need to figure out who the humans are so i'm also going to make this Worldcoin thing so, so I, like it's, I create these the problem are, and also the solution.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can, good, you can see how this gets model, very... Dude. uh <laughs>
1: <laughs> the good business model. Yeah. Uh,
0: anyway, <laughs> to be determined. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I, um, it would definitely be great to have Sam on the podcast again and talk about um, AI stuff yeah. as well. But I'm sure yeah. we'll get into that some future I think stage.
1: He, he's going to owe the world a handful of conversations.
0: <laughs> well, Bankless Nation, let us know what you think of WorldCoin mm-hmm. and this conversation. As always, we appreciate you being Bankless Citizen. Thanks a lot.